Well, for today's podcast, it's time to break down another school board meeting with you, Dr. Smith. How are you today? It's a great day. Great day here as we're making our way through the month of June. So let's just dive in the last night's board meeting and we'll start, like always, with good news. So Sounds we'll good. Take a look at that. And, you know, I was just going to say that and I thought, well, we'll mention it now as we're talking about good news. Summer programs are up and running. We have a lot of sites, um, including a high school site as well, but a lot of neat things going on during the month of June in our summer programs. So lifted a couple of those last night. One of those being, um, you and I have talked about it before, the New Tech Institute robot, the the state champion robot uh, that we talked about back in the spring. New Tech students actually took that to one of our elementary schools, to K's, and did a demonstration with students. Students got to operate it. So always love seeing any type of situation where our older students work with our younger students. Just think that's a great experience for both of those uh, students. You bet it is. And uh, there's a picture of Betty. The robot (laughs) there, named after one of our phenomenal custodians, uh, 90-some-odd years young. Correct. And uh, Betty has been well-traveled, certainly throughout the state, and then traveled down to the Worlds and Houston. And I've seen it several times, and I never get tired of watching them operate this. It's so fascinating to think that they created this. So really exciting. students built that. Yes, absolutely. So great learning opportunity for elementary students there. Uh, Out at the Southern Indiana Career and Technical Center, they did their annual Trek summer camp. So 7th and 8th graders had the opportunity to come out and just take advantage of learning in that incredible facility. So uh, that is something we look forward to putting together and hosting each year. Uh, we did another new teacher orientation. So we continue to welcome uh, all of our new teachers through the human resources orientation. And every week they are in here. And I know you usually try to speak to them. I've, I've spoken to them a couple of times. And you just think these are the folks that are going to make me be making an impact with students and with families this coming school year. You know, and I, I do love to have the conversation with them. And I, I just so enjoy these pictures uh, that we post every Tuesday. Uh, following orientation throughout the summer. And as you can tell, uh, we are attracting some uh, talent that is not necessarily new to the profession. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, Teachers of uh, all ages. Uh, So that's exciting, too. It's always interesting to get a blend of brand new teachers to the profession fresh out of college and then also to get veteran teachers maybe coming to us from another school district who are going to work for EBSC and bring with them lots of experience. So it really does. I, I think it's a great opportunity for our schools. You bet. Uh, back to athletics now, let's talk about North High School golf. And we've had lots of conversations in the past several years about girls golf. Well, now we're talking about boys golf because the, uh, the boys team at North High School, um, they have just put together a phenomenal streak for the seventh consecutive year. They have captured the regional golf title, uh, and they're on their way to state and we wish them the very best. Right. State is, I believe this Wednesday and Thursday. I think so. So good luck to them. And boy, you talk about a pipeline when you go seven years, that means you're losing students to graduation and you've got young talent coming right in to maintain that. Uh, let's talk about track then. Boy, are we ever proud of two of our track. Well, I'm going to call them superstars. I don't think that's too strong of a word. Xavier Thomas, who just graduated. He was a senior at Wrights High School. He qualified for the state track competition. He finished in third place in the 400-meter dash, and he was the runner-up finisher in the 200-meter dash. That is incredible. And Yes, it is. It has, he has a night. great, bright future oh, ahead of him. Oh, absolutely, so that, which is going to include track at the collegiate level. So we had him here last night. Very proud to recognize him formally with our school board. And then, last but not least, we had a state 
champion with us last night, and that was Alexia Smith. Alexia was a senior at Bossy High School who just graduated here a few weeks ago. She finished fifth place in the long jump, second place in the 100-meter dash, and she was the first place state champion in the 400-meter dash, and her um, time for that event ranked her number five on Indiana's all-time list in the 400-meter dash. A phenomenal athlete. Yes, and this is the second year that she's been a state champion. Absolutely, yes. And and as you just said with our other track star, also a bright future, I believe she's going to be going to Purdue. She had lots of universities with large programs reaching out uh, for track, and she chose Purdue, so best wishes to her and Xavier. You bet. And proud of them. Very proud of them. Yeah, very proud of them. And I, I guess we'll wrap it with state champions, a great way to wrap good news. And we'll take you then Bet. for consent. All right. Thanks, Jason. Let's jump right in at item 3.02, consideration of allowance of payments. For this two-week period of time, it was slightly over $9 million at $9,096,874.60. Pretty typical for this time of year. One, uh, payroll uh, for employees. And then... Uh, also had contract bus driver payment included in that also. Item 3.03, consideration to approve the purchase of items from extracurricular accounts. This time it was Plaza Park International Prep Academy purchasing an ice machine for their athletic department. Item 3.04, consideration to approve grant proposals. So there were two grant proposals this time. The first is through IDOE Formative Assessment Grant. Now, um, this is a grant that once you apply, basically it is a formula-driven grant. So uh, it's what we call a non-competitive grant. The estimated amount per student will be $13.28. And this really is utilized to support uh, our educational programs and to increase math and reading proficiency. And the second application uh, was really from Toyota Foundation. We are very pleased that Toyota Foundation awarded five of our schools uh, basically uh, NMAC systems, or they are NMAC Design Innovation Studios for Dexter, Glenwood, Lincoln Lodge, and Washington. So certainly we're very appreciative of our friends at Toyota. Once again, a great community partner and a great partner to the EVSC. You bet. If, or consent item 3.05, consideration of the appointment to the Darmstadt Redevelopment Commission. So David Hollingsworth has agreed to be the EVSC board appointee to the Darmstadt Redevelopment Commission. So we uh, thank David for that. Item 3.06, consideration to approve the purchase of copiers from Alpha Laser. So uh, we are replacing 18 new copiers. And I tell you, Alpha Laser uh, just is an incredible partner. Another with great us. partner, yes. Uh, a longtime partner. And uh, they basically are providing us with new copiers. And then they also will, we trade in our uh, existing copiers. They scrub and remove all of the data from them, and they will recycle those parts uh, that are still usable into the machines that we still have. And having over 40 different locations, 22,000 students, 3,400 employees, we do have a lot of copy machines, and they take great care yeah. of us. And it's really been a great situation. When you and I started many years ago, schools kind of did that on their own, and 
really, we now take care of all that because we're able to just have a much more, uh, just an improved system, better pricing, better service. And so that's been a great improvement uh, over the years to how we operate now. Yes. And it's one expense that we've lifted off of our school. Yes. I remember that uh, when remember I was those a teacher, band yeah. officer, we used to fundraise right. for our copies. And, yeah. and we don't. We don't have our schools. Yeah, our schools have enough to do. They don't need to worry about this responsibility. You bet. Item 3.07, consideration to approve the renewal with JWF Specialty. So JWF Specialty is the third-party support that we have for our work comp. We are self-insured for our work comp, and JWF manages all of that for us. They also do a great job for us. This is a three-year agreement. The first year, the fee stays flat, and then there's a modest increase for year two and three at 2.5%. And then finally, under consent, we have item 3.08, consideration to approve the purchase of new musical instruments. And uh, this is a great problem to have. Yeah. Yeah, uh, to, because of growing. Yeah, why enrollment. is that? Because yeah. of growing enrollment. Lots of kids wanting to participate in the stellar yeah. program. So uh, because of that growing enrollment, we need new instruments. So we're really blessed to be able to utilize ESSER funding to purchase new instruments. We will be purchasing new string instruments, new uh, percussion, new wind, new brass instruments. Um, and we are grateful for that. And, and is it accurate to say, Dr. Smith, and I know, of course, you have a lot of expertise with this, but I mean, we really have really nice instruments for our students to use. I mean, this isn't a situation where they're using instruments that don't hardly work or anything. I mean, they no, we, we're talking about new instruments and we maintain the instruments we have. They're in great shape, aren't we they? We absolutely are very blessed to be able to purchase new high quality instruments. And then we are one of the very few school districts. In fact, I don't know of another that has its own instrument repair part department. So we're able to keep our instruments in great shape also. So I think that just uh, is a continued investment that truly is an investment because we purchase high quality instruments and we are able to keep them in good shape. Well, you've got to have a good instrument if we technology. expect our students to keep performing at a higher level. Absolutely. And then next is item 4.01, uh, personnel recommendations. And as I always say at this time, you're welcome to click on uh, that recommendation and see what was approved at the board meeting. Okay. And then it looks like we had three action items last night. Yes. Uh, so action item 5.01, consideration to approve the purchase of curriculum from Kindle Hunt Publishing Company. So this is a uh, curriculum that is going to be uh, purchased for our high ability students. Uh, this is a win. It is definitely when did a lot of studying uh, and then reached out to experts in the field. And uh, so this is a curriculum of the highest quality for our high ability students. We're excited to bring that on this year and look forward to uh, what our high ability students will do. And then as we've noted in previous podcast, we have uh really taking a, a deep dive into yeah. high ability and reinvested in high ability, uh, putting a cohort of teachers through high ability training and every uh, elementary school will have a high ability specialist embedded working with our students. Well, when you have highly trained teachers in that particular area of high ability, because it is different. I mean, it is different. That is for sure. Um, and then you have this new curriculum. I, I think that just opens the way for nothing but good things to happen right. and continue to happen with our high ability students. Right. Really looking forward to seeing the results of this. Making certain that our high ability don't just students don't just have a, uh, additional work, more or, work, or faster work. Right. Yeah, that's not what it's uh, about. It is a it is a unique 
skill set that teachers need to have in order to motivate and engage yeah. and to provide the highest quality instruction for our students. Yeah. We're happy to have that. Well positioned to do that moving Absolutely. forward. Next is uh, item 5.02, hearing on the energy savings contract. And I tell you, Jason, this really could have been in good news because... <laughs> it really, uh, yeah, tell us more about this. Well, anytime you have uh, construction or repairs or alter school building at the cost of more than $1 million, uh, that would be financed in this instance, uh, really with a, uh, a lease or a bond. Uh, you have to have a, uh, 1080 or 1028 hearing. The thing that's unique about this is this is the second phase of our energy savings contract, uh, where we're replacing all of our light bulbs and upgrading them with led as well as doing upgrades to the water of our, all of our buildings. So the savings that we will accrue from these upgrades is actually going to be utilized to pay the bond back. So we're not asking for any more money at all. Uh, we're actually going to be paying this energy savings contract from the savings that are generated from the project. So every, every time I hear you say this, I think that there's hardly a downside of it. It is there really a win. Isn't a downside, uh, less of a carbon footprint. And then once yeah, we pay speaking, for sure. uh, making all of these upgrades to our lighting and water, then that savings will continue. And uh, I, I, as you said, it's just a win for everyone. Yeah. And as you can imagine, with 40 schools and other facilities, a lot of light bulbs we're talking about. Uh, yes, this is not, <laughs> not, this a, is not a project for the timid. No, right. no, exactly. So, yeah, that's just fantastic. And then 5.03, had one more then there. 5.03, consideration of the purchase of property. So the, last night we asked the board to purchase property located at 2905 North 1st Avenue. And we asked them uh, to purchase that for the price of $105,000. And the funding comes from the 2019 bond refinancing. Um, and then last night, I also uh, stated publicly that because of the declining enrollment that we saw at Harwood, that led us to embedding the Harwood centers at each of our five traditional high schools. Well, we also have growing enrollments at a New Tech Institute that is currently housed at the Southern Indiana Career and Tech Center. Right. And the CTE programs at the Career and Tech Center are also growing. So yeah. what we are doing is I think we really have a unique opportunity now. Once again, that's a win for everybody involved. Sure. But we are going to be able to provide additional space for both New Tech Institute as well as the Career and Tech Center. Uh, we're having architects do some uh, – I wouldn't even call them renovations, but some, some modifications sure. to the facility on First Avenue because New Tech Institute will be moving into that facility in January of 2024. And for the first time in New Tech's history, they will have a cafeteria, they will have an auditorium, and they will have a gymnasium. So we, we mentioned from the onset of the program um, the robotics program that New Tech has being state champions in the first robotics competition. So this will allow them to grow that program as well as they have a top-notch archery program. And have had that for many years. Yes, they have. So they will now have a gym space that will be uh, fitted for practicing archery in the gym. Uh, so I'm really excited sure. for New Tech. I know Chris Gibson, the principal, is very, very right. excited. And when we were That's looking, a special place. It really is. I mean, we've talked about this before. Is. I mean, just the students and the project-based learning and the, the it's, it's size right now, it's around 300. So, I mean, it's a real family atmosphere. Right. And 
just looking forward to them having a little bit of additional space. And like you said, for example, an auditorium that they've made do, they've had this large part in uh, the career and tech center, but this is going to be even nicer. Well, it it really is going to be their permanent home and they've had a temporary home, although it may have seemed permanent (laughs) because they were there for a while, but had a temporary home in the, in the back portion of the career and tech center. And now the career and tech center after careful thought and study will be able to expand some of their programming into that vacated space. And then, so the purchase of this property really will allow us to have additional parking spaces. And, and that's why um, we had this on the agenda as an action item and the board did approve it at the June 12th meeting. So we are anxious to, to get that started. Sure. And we'll, we'll, as we move forward in the process, we can even share some updates on that. Looking forward to we definitely will. looking forward to this transition thing. It's yes. going to be really nice for those students. And if anybody has questions about new tech, you can check out our website. You can go to new tech's Facebook page. Um, it, it's, it's a special place. If, if yes. you have a high school student that is interested in that. Absolutely. Then in information, item 6.01 through 6.04 are the financial reports that Dr. Underwood brings to the board on a monthly basis. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, we wrap this meeting up and, you know, we say this all the time, but school is out with the exception, of course, of summer programming going on. But boy, a lot of work behind the scenes because we've got to be ready to go in August and and great things are happening so that that will take place. So a a different time, but a busy time. It certainly is a busy, busy time, but it's good, good work. Yes. All right. Thank you very much for coming in today. Thank you.